I am Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And we're paranormal specialists who live in the most haunted city on earth, Savannah, Georgia. Every day is Halloween in our line of work, so join us as we spin true tales of haunts, murders, and disturbing Savannah history. I'm Madison. I'm Chris. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the most haunted city on earth. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the most haunted city on earth. My name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie, and I'm JT Timmons. And today we have a very special episode because it's Chris's birthday. Woo! Chris's birthday. Not technically today, but we are <laughs> celebrating it today. Woo! <laughs> the Susie family has a long tradition of celebrating a birthday for approximately two weeks. So uh, two-week minimum. Yes. You know, a two-week minimum of birthday celebration. So this is right in keeping with Susie family tradition. In true Leo fashion, although yeah. you're a cusper. I'm a cusper. Do you cry about your birthday? All the Dang. time. That's the cancer way. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel deeply. I feel deeply. And then the ego inflates. wonderful. <laughs> I'm so sad to be so great. <laughs> But we are going to be using today's episode as a moment to appreciate all of the wonderful moments of Chris. <laughs> moments of Chris. The Chrisisms. And so we have selected five of Chris's best moments. So if we miss something that you think might have been Chris's greatest <laughs> moment, let us know yes, in the comments below. Know. But this is, in our opinion, the best five moments. Yes. Uh, but before that, we do want to say, uh, if you want to become a para-junkie, now is a great time to become one. I mean, anytime is a good time to be a para-junkie. It's true. It's true. Uh, currently, we are live streaming as we film this episode with the para junkies, and they're able to chime in with us, get little sneak peeks of things. Right, they see it uh, before everyone else. They do, uh, literally as we're filming it, or um, they get to see the episode ad free every single time, way before everybody else gets to see it. So, if you're into that type of stuff, and also a really cool community of people, it's definitely true. become a para junkie. Yep. Um, but before we get into Chris's greatest moments, we have gifts. Yes. A couple of the pair junkies sent in gifts. Also, I should add, these were in shipping boxes, but I'm a dummy, and I didn't think to not open <laughs> things. So well, I, well, we had everyone address. Uh, we had everyone address it to me, um, yes, because sure. because that's what the mailbox is under the, yeah, the suite uh, number is under. So everyone and so Madison just opens all of our packages all the time. But the one she, I was like, Madison, stop. Um, one, I saved uh, one. From, yes, one made Mo it. Monique. <laughs> Monique, um, she was a uh, she. She put it in bright green. Like she caught don't my attention. This. She's <laughs> yes. This is this is how you do it. If you ever want to send us anything again, make it brightly colored so it's in my face. Of Madison, don't open this yet. <laughs> Bridget Terina oh. says, "Happy birthday, Chris." Oh, thank you. All right, ta-da! Gifts, Woo! gifts, and That's insane, and a knife. Oh, you're sure. Need that. All right, I, YouTube, this is not uh, a real knife. This is <laughs> fake prop knife, not real. Do not give us a strike. Pretty sure by just saying knife and strike on, on this video, we're going to get right. Put a bleep. So, all right. Put a bleep. Uh, this is well packaged. 
the the tape uh, forms an almost impenetrable. Uh, <laughs> Who's it from? It should say it on the uh, top right. Uh, turn around. Monique. Yes. Yes. This is from Monique. Thank you so much. It, it's it's lovely and secure. Secure. I, I'm going to uh, 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 comment on its security uh, a lot because um, I get a lot of packages that are not secure. She made sure and, that it uh, got here safely. Yes. <laughs> it is highly defendable. Never pull a knife towards you while cutting. That is just a bad idea. All right, so lots of bubble wrap, which I'm also a fan of. Oh, look, well, here's a card. Happy birthday, Chris. All right, Whoa. let's read it. So um, the card is, oh, it's very shiny and pretty. It's definitely uh, lovely. Nice. Very Lift nice. the mic up to your mouth just a little bit more. There we go. All right. So lovely, lovely card. The interior. Oh, uh, Chris. Long story short, I work for a company that does estate sales and Ooh. home cleanouts. A few years ago, I found this piece and had to have it. While I think it's awesome, I think you will get much more joy uh, and use out of it than me. Have fun stabbing little cubes of meat and cheese and very small <laughs> menacing spirits. P.S. I don't think it's haunted. Have an oogity boogity birthday, Monique and PJ. Oh, thanks, Monique what? and PJ. That's awesome. <laughs> Have All fun right. stabbing meat with it. All right. So, I'm excited to see it. I'm thrilled. Oh, oh my. Wow. Oh. oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, there is, there's definitely more to it. All right. Whoa. Tell the listeners what swords. it is. Swords. Oh. Swords. Tiny oh, it's swords. swords. That's it awesome. Get much better than that. It Monique, is, um, that's good. Rapiers, to be exact. Uh, lovely, amazing rapiers in a little rapier. Um, that's so cute. That's so cute. Just stab tiny yes. cheeses. I will stab the tiny cheeses with it. Yes, for all the uh, listeners, um, the, all the podcast listeners, we do. Uh, if you want to see it, it is going to be on uh, YouTube. It's amazing and beautiful, beautiful swords. Nice. These are all That's so cool. Representations of actual um, rapiers. Uh, there's some Capimonte. There's a few uh, sabers. Uh, lots of. And uh, go ahead and lift it up a little swords. bit. Go ahead and lift it up a little bit. Just okay. all of it. So it has a little stand. Nice. And it's full of holes. <laughs> to hold cool. your sword. To That's so cool. Sword. So as like you're serving in, your guests. They know you so well. <laughs> they do know me so well. This is uh, definitely up my alley. It, uh, and, and it is fantastically strange. Um, yeah. <laughs> because the, uh, a lot of people have seen like the sword, the plastic sword toothpicks. These are metal. Um, when I was a kid, my uh, my GI Joes would have loved this. This would have been this would have been the thing. The prime weapon. The prime weapon. Uh -huh. I would have replaced all lightsabers with these. Uh, although they would do damage. This is yeah. If you have to fight small tiny things, this is what I would choose. Oh, if you're fighting and tiny Ashley Faye. Said, Ashley said that's so cool. It is. It is very cool. I am. I am. I am 
cooled out by it. It is it is a, a wonderful, wonderful gift that um, truly uh, is uh, is up my alley. That's that that is a fact. I I, I own so many sharp and pointies. So thank you. Very nice. Very nice. Wonderful gift. Thoughtful and appropriate. Very cool. Quite. Put this down. Now I have a uh, a, a lovely envelope addressed to me. That's how I know it's for me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, This is uh, a cat lounging. It says, a little bird told me you're another year older, so I ate him. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Chris. Thank you for sharing all your paranormal knowledge with us and for creating the best podcast ever. Oh, thank you. Uh, I hope you have the best day. Stay spooky, Ryan Bingham. Thank you, Ryan. That is lovely. That is sweet. That's it is sweet. sweet. It is cute. There's something else in here. It is a button. It is <laughs> monsterologist button. It is a Bigfoot button. Oh, cool. So oh, that's cool. I can go out Look at and, that. and show the world that my cryptozoological skills are That you're a Bigfoot man. I am a Bigfoot man. <laughs> yeah. They know I you. Have, oh, my gosh. gosh. Wow, swords Big and Bigfoot so that. far. That's true. That's wicked. They've been paying attention. Yeah, they have. Yeah, excellent. I should have been like, I love gold bricks. <laughs> I collect gold bricks. Super into gold. Gold bricks. And and this is a bag. It says from Stacy Peterson. Thank you. The bag reminds me of Mike and Ike's, which makes me happy. It does. I am, uh, oh, it does. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So That's funny. Oh, oh, oh. It is a book. <gasps> It's the Everything Ghost Hunting book. Ooh, cool. Ooh. Of which I own two. No. And now it's my third. I love it. <laughs> it's great. No, no, no. It's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. These are great books. Um, and we will actually, uh, uh, we'll keep it here so For that reference. we can, yeah, reference it yeah. and utilize it in ghost hunts. Um, this is awesome. Thank you so much. It, and, and again, right up my alley because uh, I bought it twice before. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you hit the nail on the head. Yes. Like, it's well, Madison will be reading it, I'm sure. Now that we no, it's yeah. great. It's it's, it's it's uh, and I always loved it because it it has the same kind of connotation as like those um, those books for idiots, you know, like okay, you know, computers for idiots, uh, the ghost hunting for idiots. But it does not call you an idiot, so I'm very pleased. <laughs> I think it says that it has all the new ghost hunting technology included right. as well, which is pretty fun. Uh -huh. Indeed. Very all nice. Right. Thank you so much. Ooh. These are wonderful. Yes. They are wonderful. Not expected. Um, I'm very pleased to, uh, to, to have all of you in my life, and, and thank you very much. Aww. And that's this lovely. honestly should just sit in the middle of the table. <laughs> yeah, I know. For, now, like, that's the awesome. rest of the episode because it's so cool. It is it so is cool. Very cool. It is so dope. All righty, let's get on to uh, the meat and potatoes of the episode, and um, let's talk about Chris's greatest moments. Chris's <laughs> greatest moments. Ding, ding. Yep, yep, yep. 
So Madison, Debria, and I were the sole choosers of these greatest moments. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, we already have a, a couple um, pair junkies chiming in. Corrine said, if one of Chris's top five moments isn't the sailor ghost in this house with no feet and he sinks to the floor and grabs his swords, love that story. <laughs> well, Corrine, apparently you should have been on the commissioning board. For I this. know, right? <laughs> It's true. It's true. Next time we do this, we're gonna uh, for next year we're gonna we're gonna let <laughs> the pair junkies uh, choose. Yeah, but, honestly, we should have done that to begin with. Well, but we just still. had so much going on with Hawaii and all of that. It was just insane. So, so it was us. We ought to decide. Yeah, yeah. And so, all right, here we go. All and right. Wanderlust Magic said, "Happy birthday, Chris." Thank you. All right. You have like a Let's tree of Let's get on to the first one. So we're going to we're going to watch the. Um, we're going to watch the, the, the moment and then we're going to discuss it. And, um, Chris is going to tell us what the hell he meant about it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Chris real fast, could you just lift your microphone up just a little bit more using the, there you go. Um, it should be the, there's like a switch or like a toggle just to tighten it. There you go. Just like that. There she goes. Just a little bit. There we you're go. so tall. Okay. There here we, we go. go. There we go. All right. That's your problem. Is everybody ready? Correct. Yes. Okay thing is not to be you know ooh, uh it's very possible that the the spirit as terrible as it was was also because uh and this is going to freak everyone out um every mirror on the face of the earth is haunted yes. everyone every single one the biggest strongest spirit near a mirror will grab hold of it and keep all other spirits at bay it will fight for this glance into our world a portal's the same way the biggest meanest is going to stand at the guard because it wants the energy of the portal. It wants the energy of the area that the portal came from. If you remove that one, the next biggest thing or a bigger thing with no fight might be on its way. <laughs> and if it's closed, it's closed. That's great. However, how closed, how secure, how tight, how, you know, uh, and comes back to that wonderful phrase, I don't know. We just don't know. And we don't mm -hmm. understand it. And she did. <laughs> well and you know that one's funny because that that tiktok just sent the internet into a frenzy it still like does our first uh, uh viral or you know uh, blow up yeah. video uh, which is funny because it's not a foreign concept it's not, it's not even it's not. it's not it's not like revolutionary it's like I, i've never heard that before um it, it comes from uh, multiple sources every culture has mirror lore and mirror folklore and, and how to behave around mirrors. Mirrors have always been uh, at their heart a, uh, a source of paranormal angst. Uh, so it was weird that the, the response was, what? Um, because I was like, oh, I feel like it was not alarming to right. say, uh, or revolutionary by any strategy of imagination, but my uh, my one of my main, like, fearful uh, connotations of mirrors comes down to Bloody Mary, which is, you know, universally well known. Um, it's because it is one of these weirdly casual things that come into your life and, and, and pass through. And it, it's, it's, it's a little, uh, you know, kids slumber party game, but the more you think about it, the more really disturbing that, you know, the, the, the concept is, and it's like, well, what are we really doing? We're conjuring is what we're doing. We're summoning. It's an act of a ritual of summoning that, uh, that we, that we practice, you know, to torment each other, uh, in, in our youth. So yeah, uh, 
uh, I did not expect or anticipate any blowback on that. Um, I think I was almost being um, sarcastic when I was like, you know, I'm going to ruin this for everybody. Right. Because it's like, well, you should know that there are countless ghost stories, countless ghost traditions, countless superstitions all around mirrors. Um, and, uh, and I would cite this book that I read when I was young, Mirror Lore, which still has evaded us entirely. We cannot the find it anyway. And, 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 yeah. and, and we have looked and scoured for this. And I've, done, I've been looking since I was 11 years old just for another copy of it. And um, it was in the Vincenza uh, Military Base Public Library is where I, I got this book. Uh, and there's no telling. It could have been independent press. It could have been, you know, literally some kook was like, I'm abandoning this book and putting it out in the world. I don't know. But it was an interesting book. And it and it detailed, and not fantastical stories. And people are like, well, that's just ridiculous. It's like, have you never heard of Bloody Mary? Right? Have you never heard of a doppelganger? Have you never heard of covering your mirror uh, on the day of a funeral? Um, all of these things come back to, uh, to a central source that mirrors have always given people a, a healthy dose of heebie-jeebies. You know, and it's funny. I don't know. Did you ever read the article that was written about that TikTok? No. Yeah. There there's was an, an article? article? There was an article. Wait, hold on. Hold on, honey. I There's an article? There is. There is an I literally am the producer of this show, and I have no <laughs> idea about this article. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I once Googled our podcast um, and, <laughs> and it was like, this was months ago. And one of the like fifth things down was this article, random, random website. And it was just calling Chris and I quacks basically. Cause they're like, they're claiming that every mirror on planet earth is haunted and i'm like well yeah that's like the, <laughs> the whole well yeah <laughs> and right away it's like yeah it's 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 hyperbolic you know it yeah it's it's not meant to be taken as you know the end all be all of facts it's just one of those things where it's like a commonly accepted thing is that mirrors are haunted. A commonly accepted idea is that the mirror is actually a threshold between one world and the next world. A commonly held belief is that a, a, a mirror, to have a mirror, is to elicit pride, which is a sin, one of the cardinal sins. So, you know, there's all kinds of things that play into having mirrors, but the fact that it got so sensationalized <laughs> and people were going crazy over it, it's like... That was a real casual comment that became kind of... They lost their minds yeah, over that, it. That <laughs> so, they did. So I apologize to the internet for causing any distress uh, over 
uh, you know, our ghost podcast where right. I might <laughs> talk about ghosts and haunted things. Um, uh. And, you know, uh, I try not to, to say too many things that are definitive, but saying all mirrors are haunted is kind of a, a nod to the fact that every culture on the face of the earth has mirror-related folklore mm-hmm. and superstitions and beliefs. And if that is the case, then yes, every mirror is haunted by merit of consensus. You know, If every culture in the world can kind of get behind the idea that mirrors might be a little wonky, maybe they're a little wonky. So take that random internet blogger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Corrine said, uh, I still can't look at mirrors the same after that episode, especially at night. I actively do not look in them at night now. Good choice. Go. Yes. Yes, I, yes. I will never. Uh, and one day on this podcast, I will tell you the story about the Bible uh, mirror. One, right. day. one day. One day. Just one gotta day. keep watching. All right. So here we go. This is the next one. And can anybody guess it? It is the let's see. This the, is a four part. This is number four. When I was six years old, my family moved to Germany. And we lived in Hamburg, Germany. And I made friends really quickly with this kid. Um, I'll call him Dave. Because I don't want to use his real name, and uh, we were, we went exploring, and this was the seventies. We're we're young, uh, but for some reason, very unsupervised. <laughs> and um, we lived on a, a military base, but we were right against like, and we called it the economy, the um, the German city. And uh, I would follow Dave anywhere, and I, we would just go you know, out exploring and, and having a good time. And we came across this dilapidated old house and every place has one of these dilapidated old houses. You just look at it and you're like, oh, that's a haunted house. You just know, you know, you're just standing in front of it and you're like, uh, yeah, that's, that's obviously haunted. Yeah. And it had big German signs on it. And, you know, we didn't read German and we're just like, obviously those signs say the most haunted house in the entire world. So, yeah, we're looking at it and we're like, stay away, you know, but Dave, being a more adventurous human being, <laughs> decides that he wants to go inside. Oh, and so he starts, boy. like, rattling on the doors, but they're all nailed shut and, and, like, trying to pry open the windows. He's still, he's, like, circling the house, and he's like, oh, hey, I found a way in. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> so I follow him over, and he, like, <laughs> it, he, it's on the ground, and it looks like kind of like a shoebox-sized window, and he has slithered his way into and now he's inside the house, like, calling to me. He's like, hey, Chris, come on. And I didn't want to be that kid. You know, uh, I looked up to Dave. He was eight years old and I was six, so he was like, you know, a god. Uh, so <laughs> I followed him. I, I went into the house, but going into the window, I dropped down into the basement. Now I'm in the basement, and I cannot reach the window. The window is too high for me to try to get back out the window. And Dave is not in the basement. Bro. And I'm just looking around, and I hear him boom, 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 above my head. And so I'm in the basement of the most haunted house in the world. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to get out of here. So I run up the stairs, and I get to that first floor, and I'm, I'm going around like, Dave, Dave. Can't find him. He's not on the first floor. Boom, 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 boom. I hear it upstairs. He's on the second floor. I'm like, oh, great. Now... The first floor was mercilessly dark. The windows were all boarded up. 
And it was, I was feeling my way around. And the only light that was coming was from the second floor. It was like coming down the staircase. So I was like, oh, I'll just go up where the light is and Dave is and everything will be okay. Uh, everything in my body hurt from fear. Yes, that's Jameson's favorite story of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I think that's the one that Jameson chooses to yes, fall asleep to is. every night. <laughs> it Don't is. do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that... Um, Pretty much that is the my first ghost encounter that, that you know, I, I truly register and have a full story to, uh, you know, because there are plenty of instances where like, well, that was weird or that was strange. But that whole encounter kind of, you know, comes to a full head. And so whenever anyone asks me how I, how I started down the road of ghost hunting or ghost, you know, investigation or believing the paranormal, that is the story that I tell. And it is uh, fascinating because... In, I guess, 2012 or maybe 2013, I actually went back to Amberg and tried to find the house, um, but everything was so different, and I it was it was weird um, because the my actual where where we lived was actually demolished, and there was it was all new buildings, so I was like I don't I can't register where I am or where this house might be, but um, but yeah, uh, Amberg is is insanely beautiful it is uh and germany is uh germany uh there are so many castles on every hill and like you're going to school and it's like living in a fairy tale because at any moment you're thinking well this is when the the fae come and eat me you know, this, <laughs> this is obviously where i get carried off because there's a castle on the hill over there and the river down there and this and uh amberg was a um i want to say that the name uh is the egg because it's an egg shape and it is walled in. So it's this wall walled town, the actual like Amberg proper, the downtown area. So yeah. Um, yeah. That's just basically childhood memories, right? There. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, it is the, the a very polished story of, of the events that led me down the path. Cause I, I always say that I started ghost hunting that day. Like yeah. after that event, I was desperate to, you know, it, it, the best I can say is I was desperate to feel normal. Mm -hmm. So I was so scared of ghosts. I was so scared of it happening again or, or scary things that I felt compelled and still do feel compelled to go towards the places that are very haunted, very scary so that I can have my own experience. I can wrestle with it on my own terms mm -hmm. and not have to imagine, you know, um, I, I, I'm, I'm very happy when I go on a ghost hunt and nothing happens because I can lay the ghost to rest in my mind because otherwise it'll stay up there and it'll haunt me. <laughs> Didn't Wayne Brady reenact that? Wayne that? Brady reenacted this story, uh, in the, um, on Broadway, uh, in uh, freestyle love Supreme, which is a, uh, like a hip hop, uh, improv show and Wayne Brady, uh, played me as a child <laughs> I love that. going through the story. And, and uh, the thing about yes. it is Wayne Brady is my wife's favorite performer of all time. So my wife was watching her favorite performer pretend to be me. <laughs> and strangely enough, I was sitting next to Bill Irwin, who is one of my idols. Uh, wow. he, it just happened that he was, he had the seat next to me 
bizarre. It was a night to remember. It was a night to remember for all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jay. All right, going to the next one. Here we go. And we're going to go ahead. I'm just going to go ahead and give it a nice little refresh because it seems to need that. And I'm going to put my mic. And this is number three. I, I, my, uh, my dog was a terrible farter. Uh, and my dog would literally like enter the room, fart, and leave the room. <laughs> and we're like, we just got drive-by. Our, our dog drive-by farted us. And after he passed, there was more than one occasion where it's just like, Ranger? <laughs> and and it, was, it was one of those things. And I... I there was a good bit of time and you know this might just be memory when like out of the corner of my eye i would have like ranger walking by or something i'm like oh mm-hmm. and it wasn't abnormal it didn't feel unnatural it was only after i realized he had passed that i was like oh was that my mind playing tricks on me or is ranger still running around the house when it could be a residual energy oh, yeah. of Absolutely. ranger you know um but Sometimes those smells aren't even associated necessarily with like a physical ghost. It can be residual. Um, Like the Marshall House, for instance, they have a couple rooms there where, you know, the room smells like rotting flesh and things like that. But that's because it's a residual haunting from the amputations, from the infections, the medical procedures that happened in that building. It just leaves an impression. And sometimes those impressions smell horrible. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was talking about pets haunting. Miss Ranger. You know, and, and, and the concept of, you know, do animals, are animals ghosts? Can, can animals be ghosts? And I, I emphatically believe, yes, of course. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And I think that, and we, I'm sure we've said this multiple times, but the clearest avenue for uh, a spirit to uh, communicate is love. If if the connection is love, then then the spirit has a a clear path to you. Um, that's why the most common ghost story I can think of is the on the night my blank died they visited me in a dream you know on the night my grandmother died on the night my uncle died then the night you know my beloved died i had a dream where they came and they they spoke words of comfort or they they told me everything was going to be all right you know i cannot tell you how many times i've heard that story so much so that there's no question in my mind that we we are absolutely dealing with a a ghostly ex- experience where a spirit speaking through the channels of love to reassure or to calm or to, you know, pass wisdom. And, um, and so I, and I think that's true of pets as well because of all the love that we put into the pet when they pass, I think that they can travel that love path back. 
And that's how Ranger showed his love. Yes. Was farting. Was farting. Well, <laughs> and it's funny because Megan always says that he burped when he loved you. He'd like come right up to your face and be like, burp. And then he'd go away. And it's like, so so gas in any form was, was Ranger's, Ranger's love, love language. language. <laughs> oh, boy. How do you think sorry would haunt you? Oh, by knocking us over and pummeling us. <laughs> We're fostering a, a, a very loving a pit hippopotamus. bull. Uh, who it's is 75 pounds of pure muscle just uh, straight up has yanked me into the woods yeah. you know just like sees an animal just zoom, and i'm like ah! uh so yes we are um we love that dog it's a great dog its energy is a little high for us i think starry would haunt you by coming up and you just feel this massive oh, yeah. tongue Lick. on your face <laughs> that's that's my theory and then Argyle, we, you all know how Argyle's going to haunt <laughs> us one day. Yes. Tennis balls. Tennis, Tennis balls. balls. All right. My, the scariest doppelganger thing I ever came across was that doppelgangers live inside mirrors. They're actually forming That's their really shape right. by, by reflecting you. Okay, I, so were you bothered no. by that? Were you bothered by that TikTok trend then when people were going, it was the audio, it was like, you, she must have been out of her Oh, head. yes. And yeah. it would be like in the mirror. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. And that's person. just it. You know, the, the, the story is that, you know, sometimes when you look in the mirror, you just have that sensation that it doesn't look quite like you. You know, mm -hmm. there's something about the lighting or the mirror or something. And there's like, well, actually, it might not be you. It might be your oh, doppelganger just I waiting. I do not like you know, that. And and there were there was there were it, so it, it had a list of things like note how far away from the glass your reflection is. This is not something you really think about, but if you're looking at your reflection and it seems like the reflection is closer to the glass than you are to the mirror, oh my God. you might be. I'm going to cover all of my mirrors after this. <laughs> <laughs> Only Chris can freak out two girls, one ghost. Literally, <laughs> I'm I'm just realizing that. Um, uh, it, it, it follows the same pattern of uh, Jeff Dunham's You Might Be a Redneck jokes. You might have a doppelganger. <laughs> That's if, your legacy. If you're looking in the mirror and it's just not quite the same, you might have a doppelganger. Um, Do you get a doppelganger puppet with that? That would be awesome. Yeah. Just... Oh, not Jeff Dunham, Jeff Foxworthy. Oh. oh, that's right. Well, Jeff Foxworthy, sorry. The same difference. They're both Jeffs. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff comedians. Um, so... Another thing that I never anticipated being uh, uh, a crowd pleaser is the word doppelganger. Pretty much if we what? say doppelganger, it's guaranteed to get some, you know, acclaim or notice. People will pay attention. Uh, so we should start every show by just shouting doppelganger. Yeah, <laughs> you got a doppelganger and, and you, you got, got a, a doppelganger. doppelganger. Everybody's got a doppelganger. <laughs> Jordan Peele, please, <laughs> please sponsor us. All right. Are we ready for the last one? Yes. Bring it. Okay. This one is, uh, this one's crazy. Real fast, actually, uh, before we do that, Ashley Warner uh, said, I hope Ghost Slumber Party makes an appearance. <laughs> Ghost Slumber Party? Ghost Slumber, which one was that one? Did we, we went is that Washington, Georgia with Chris and his Ghost Slumber Party room? 
That's it. Yeah, I think that I was. So. I think that was. Oh boy! Another great moment. Yeah. Another great moment. Abandoning Chris in the yeah. scariest room of the entire hotel. <laughs> On the other side and of the hotel. Literally staying as far away from my room as possible. We're like, good night. We're all gonna go cuddle. Yeah, <laughs> On the ground floor. Yeah. Easy Hilarious. access to the exit. Yes. And then going back, just real fast, going back to Ranger Wanderlust Magic commented, "All I have a whippet pick." Uh, shepherd mix and she's slim like a whippet but mighty in terms of uh, pulling strength she knows she has leverage <laughs> that is a that, that's a pure muscle yeah like it all is. of those it's dogs true combined all right so we are gonna go ahead and jump into the last one and i think everyone i'm pretty sure everyone knows what it is the thing that yes. infuriates the, boomers boomer boomers <laughs> hate it <laughs> and i love that about it all right and all the all the boomers that are pair junkies listeners we love you uh, <laughs> yes. but doesn't make you mad do. is it like a instinctual thing within the boomers i don't know like i don't know like, comment below smurfs alone <laughs> yes i believe 10 percent of our uh 10 to 15 percent of our um listeners are of that age so we apologize all right it's just a joke all right here we go we all know it we all it's love legendary it. everyone loved it except 7.7 7 right. million, 7. views. 7 million views <laughs> all right and do you want to hear how messed up my childhood was oh boy when i was child uh, i lived in germany and uh we had a, a german teacher like for one hour a day, she would come in and she would teach us German. And um, at the time, Smurfs were just becoming very popular. Um. Smurfs. And the only real Smurf thing that was happening at the time, there was no TV show or anything, uh, was that you could get these little figurines that you put on your pencils. Okay. So you like put it on your pencils. I got Smurf on my pencil. Um, I'm having a good time. Well, Smurf <laughs> on my pencil. Mm. My German teacher comes and says, what is this? And I was like, uh, Smurf. <laughs> but this is what she told us. She was like, where do the Smurfs live? I was like, oh, they live in mushrooms. Yes, they live in mushrooms. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what does that mean? So this is the story she told me. Smurfs are, uh, the way they reproduce is they lure children into snowdrifts. And the children fall into the snowdrifts and die. And then when spring comes, the bodies are found, but under the bodies are mushrooms. The Smurf village is the place where children fall over dead. Their blue skin is because they are all frozen children. They turn blue and they mock the children because they wear white hats that indicate the snow that killed the child. This is what she told me. I was like seven or eight years old and that was the story she told me and so from that moment forward i could never look at the smurfs without thinking of small little dead children (laughs) in the snow was her like brother the guy that's like aliens you know the one that's like (laughs) she she could have been (laughs) well and she she also (laughs) went on the record as a child she says gargamel was actually a very good german sorcerer who was trying to rescue children from the smurfs and so, like, I had this totally bizarre relationship with Smurfs. I never saw any, inter- there's never been a, a follow-up on that. There's no story that suggested the Smurfs were made up by some goodly guy in Europe who was just like, these are cute little things, and they live in mushrooms. <laughs> no. 
I was introduced to the idea that Smurfs are dead children <laughs> who are lured there by, by fey creatures and they live in the mushrooms that form under dead children who are lost in snowdrifts. Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> that ah, is yes. so legendary. Well, and it's so bizarre because, you know, it, it definitely comes down to, you know, I think this woman was really messing with me. You know, uh, she was she really, though? really messing with me. But the more I thought about it as I grew up, because, again, I, I tried to find anything that would support this. Um, there was one story that kind of strangely supported it when I came across it. And that's because I couldn't unsee or unthink of the, of the correlation. And that was, you know, the story of Red Cap. If you're familiar with the story of Red Cap, Red Cap is basically like this goblin that kills children. That's his whole thing. He kills children. What is Papa Smurf wear? Ooh. Papa Smurf wears a red cap. And it's like, Bruh. that doesn't seem accidental. There's something strange there, you know, um, because Red Cap is kind of a well-known, I think it's predominantly an Irish uh, thing, but it, the Red Cap troll and the red cap monster is kind of well known throughout Europe as as a child killer. So wow. do you think your teacher's still alive? God no. She was old then. Oh. <laughs> well, we're keeping her legacy alive. I was really yes. hoping you'd say yes and her like great grandchild would be like, Grandmother <laughs> Look at what look, I found Look upon the TikTok. He's telling you, the story you told me. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, no. Upon, why are they from That's like the sixteenth century? I don't know. Look upon my <laughs> look upon my, my black mirror of images. All right, we have uh, some comments. Corinne said, "I forgot about this story. This is amazing." How JT's did you face. Forget? Yeah. yeah, Ashley goes. JT's face is uh, in this clip is the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's really why you tell ghost stories is to get faces like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got them. Well, JT's you got expressive. Him. He's just like, I what? Uh, Wanderlust Magic said, ah, ha, ha. I will never see Smurfs the same like the dark side of fairy tales slash Disney. And Ashley said, that sounds like the Brothers Grimm version of the Smurfs. Right, sure. A hundred percent. It absolutely yeah. is. It really yeah, it's is. It's possible that uh, my, my teacher's father had made a very similar story and then it got stolen and oh, she was just oh yeah. bitter <laughs> bitter the, um well and i wonder so the smurf video a lot of it the reason why it went so viral is people are really sensitive about their yeah, smurfs they are, they are. They're, they're like don't touch the smurfs you can touch anything else serial killers yeah. uh, hauntings like, whatever you want possession but not the smurfs not the smurfs but it really <laughs> comes down to well then what is a smurf otherwise do we know? I mean, because I, I, mean, I, I have never paid attention and there may be an explanation as to what a Smurf is other yeah. than a little blue creature. And and here's the thing. In in the westernization of most fairy tales or the commercialization of most fairy tales, fairies became very kind and they became bestowers of, of wishes and they became comical. very cutesy. <laughs> and our our comprehension of, of fairies and, uh, uh, tends to be of a lighthearted, uh, you know, warm sensation. Uh, but if you look at the stories, the actual stories, they're dark and sinister. Mm -hmm. And so it was not a lot, because my teacher, the same teacher introduced me to Shockheaded Peter. Uh, if you don't know who Shockheaded Peter is, look up Shockheaded Peter. It is a series of children's stories. 
uh, that Germans give to children. And it is, you know, uh, the one that always got me was it was a, a the long legged man with scissors. He'd come through the window and cut off your thumbs. If you if you sucked on your thumbs, he would crawl through the, the long he, long legged man. And there's a picture of him with scissors will cut your thumbs off and you'll bleed to death. Wow. Um, as a matter of fact, I think the children in Shockheaded Peter all died. Shockheaded Peter himself uh, got electrocuted. So you know, well, all these stories are wow, um, dark, sinister, but cautionary. Uh, or you know, they're supposed to teach you, you know, don't don't suck on your thumb. Opposable you know? and disposable. Yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> so go. what I need you to do, JT? Yeah is cut that story about the thumb thing yeah. and send it to my sister. My sister was an avid thumb sucker. Oh yeah. And no. that will Ooh. absolutely ruin her. And I send need an image of yeah. a picture of, because there's there, uh, it's an illustrated book. Sure. So the guy who comes through your window to cut off your thumbs because you, you suck your thumbs. I love that. Yeah. We should definitely, um, we should, we should, we should do a, we should Peter. do a series. We should do like a little, uh, like a segment where we just ruin people's childhood <laughs> with like disturbing aspects, just like the Smurfs. We because do. Oh. that's why it, it just, I mean, it was the most viral thing, the most well-known thing that we've ever done. Oh yeah. Do you know the true story of little mermaid? That's my favorite <laughs> one. I loved that. All right. Yeah. Tell it. Oh God. No, go ahead, Chris. You're the better storyteller. So Christian this. Anderson was not a cheery individual. No, he wasn't. And so the, the story of the little mermaid follows the trend that you really know uh, that she, um, uh, she traded in her, her fin for legs uh, so that she could woo this man that she fell in love with. But in the story, there is no, no time where they're together because she immediately goes and he's already getting married. He's like either uh, about to be met wed or it is his wedding day or she basically gave up everything to come and see that he was getting married. And his, her sister uh, s traded her hair for a knife and gave the knife to the Little Mermaid and said, if you kill the prince, you can have your tail back. You can become a mermaid again. But, of course, she her love was too great, and so she gave herself up to the waves. And this is what got so disturbing. Seafoam is dead mermaids. Wherever you see sea foam, it is a dead mermaid. This I love is the it. Tail. She goes into the water and becomes sea foam, which is the mermaid corpse. So rotting in the ocean. It will haunt you all your days when you go to the beach and you see some sea foam. You're like, oh, dead mermaid. I love it. Bruh. I was a big Little Mermaid fan when I was a child. So when I heard well, that, I was like, yay! And so Christian Anderson just wrote some of the saddest 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 stories and it was all about sad because that was a sad story it like, is like all that she went through just to get to this prince and then to arrive at the doorstep and be like uh, and her heart breaks and she doesn't know what to do she can't go back to the ocean and one of her sisters gives up her beautiful hair and says take this knife kill him and she contemplates it but mm -hmm. in the end she she gives herself over to the waves well yeah. 
you know, I know I thank you for suffering through this, Chris, because I know you're a, he's so humble that I've always am like, should we do something like this? You know, anytime we do anything that's like, well, you know, he like, got this out of it. Get he did get that out lovely. of it. No, it's true. But, you know, you're so humble and all of that about like everything you do. So it's just like. Uh, I'm, thank you for suffering through it, and we had a really good time, and uh, it's it's good to have an episode where we celebrate Chris's storyteller because he's so remarkable. On guard, it's very, so it's very incredible. Thank you, everyone. Yes. Uh, it was, it's wonderful. Uh, I'm I'm happy to be here, and happy to share it with all of you. And now we have little swords. And now we have little swords. Well, Chris has little swords, which which makes me very happy. That's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh God. Okay. Well. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today and celebrating Chris's birthday. Yeehaw! Um, So, with that, though, my name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And JT's over there. Oh, yep. I'm over here. (laughs) Well, I never sign off. Hold on. I never sign off. Do you not? I feel like you do. No, I don't. I don't know why I'm afraid of Because by the time we sign off, he's off puttering somewhere. That is true. Yeah, I'm like going crazy. You are usually puttering, but now that you're sitting here. Well, anyways... Goodbye. Stay spooky. (laughs) Y'all. (laughs) Y'all.